Good evening, everyone out there. Welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. My name is Tristan, and Hi. I am joined by... Hi, I'm Matt Awkward. Uh, Matt Awkward. Uh, jump the gun there, but that's fine. I, under- <laughs> I couldn't wait to talk about this movie. I know, you are so excited about Warlock 2, The Armageddon. Which I kind of picked. Yeah. Because <laughs> you were like, what movie should we do this week? And I'm like, Warlock! And, and you're like... We've done it! You know we did Warlock, right? (laughs) And I was like, nope! No, there's no way. I don't remember that. (laughs) (laughs) So then you're like, how about Warlock 2? And I was like, yes. Yes. I like that movie. The Armageddon. I love these movies, but this this one obviously has a lot of problems, and it is also from a very... I, I don't want to say problematic so that it sounds like it's some sort of racist thing, but I mean problematic in the filmmaking where it's like... It's in a shitty era for computer animation. Also, this director has one shot that he cannot stop using over and over and over again. What's that? It is one person's face very close up on the side, and then someone way in the background. (laughs) Foreground, big half a face. Background, person standing in full body. He also likes doing full mouth shots a lot. Jesus, yeah. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of weird shots. But not, yeah, again, like you not said a about badly made movie. Just no. a, he he makes weird choices. Is really all. It's um yeah. It's in that computer age where it's just like just because you can now, yeah, doesn't mean you should because yep. it's 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 not there. It's obviously getting there. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean this. But at the same time, can you really fault him for that? Like it's just no, like, you can't. Fuck, why not try something different? Right. You know what I mean? Or you got the shit? Go for it. He's he's excited about the technology, the time. I mean, it's it definitely has that same kind of feel of when somebody was working on a three D movie. You it's know, an a it's for like, hey, this thing this thing we have now, it's like we can do we can do three D now and it's like okay, so I'm not mad that you had somebody with a ping pong paddle and you're like whacking a ball <laughs> into the screen or making popcorn or any of that shit. It's like it's fun and silly, but Or those early days of CG where they tried making the the creatures of the CG mm-hmm. in it. And it looked like everybody was real, except always, this one person from Reboot <laughs> suddenly showed up. Always the worst. <laughs> always the worst. Uh, I mean, and there's no, there's none of that. It's just they're they're manipulating real objects with computer animation, which looks better. Uh, at least the baseball, and then they did fake stuff with the motorcycle. Um, but oh my god, <laughs> that that was the worst. I mean, it didn't even make sense. <laughs> like, who fucking cares? Um, it would have been great if she couldn't use the bike later on in the movie. Like, he's like, I'm, I made all the parts come off and spin around, but I don't know how to build a motorcycle. Okay, and honestly, uh, if that had happened, it would not be surprising considering uh, the unspoken undercurrent of this film is that the dude sucks and is completely incompetent. Yeah. And... Like, it's like you basically have him, and he's like Jimmy Olsen, and she's Superman, and they're like, Jimmy, get out there and fight Doomsday! (laughs) And he's like, okay, boss, I sure am the one trained as a warrior, and she's like, yeah, I'm like choking people with the force, I'm like throwing shit, like, she is... Before she's even killed and reborn, she has amazing psychic powers, and this guy didn't... Also, if she had psychic powers and could do all this shit before she was even killed or reborn or whatever as the the ultimate warrior, uh, oh god, that would have been a different movie. Um, 
Especially when they made out. Yeah. In the <laughs> uh, I'm picturing it now. It's still hot. Um, Did the Ultimate Warrior talk? Oh, he talked. He talks. I can't remember his voice at all. I, I, I mean, he had... I, I, was, I haven't watched wrestling since the 90s. So like, like all of those guys. He had one of these voices. Oh, okay. He just kind of talked like this. <laughs> and he just kind of screamed. But he's the one that would say, like, you know, he's the one that cocaine really affected badly. Because he would just say crazy shit. Because they'd improv all that stuff. And he's like, I'm in a spaceship. And it's powered by the blood of the saints. And they've told me that I'm going to defeat the Macho Man. And it's like, oh, God. Uh, okay, are you all right? <laughs> do you want to do another take? Another line? Yes! <laughs> yes more cocaine, please. Uh, yeah, so he was, he was a fucking maniac. Uh, also a racist, but, you know, that's a whole other story. Oh, <laughs> and, you know, fucking cokeheads of the 80s who are doing tons of steroids. It's hard to it's hard to find any of them that didn't do some terrible shit back then. Jeez. Uh, and speaking of digressions, this movie called Warlock the Armageddon. Uh, <laughs> no, but she had all these amazing powers before she could do this. It brings up what I think is the biggest failing of this movie. If these three ding-dongs, these three old guys are like, well, eventually we're going to need to train him, but let's wait until a week before he shows up. It's like dildo train this guy right? since childhood <laughs> since infancy get him ready at least make him able to throw a knife let alone you know how like teach him to meditate do give him Anything. martial arts classes something but Fucking i mean they give all protein shakes or something they all like, drop the ball in that and it's like if they were so concerned with this and they were defenders of the i don't know what the fuck they were druid protectors of the earth like <laughs> And, you make and, it and, sound like a 90s Saban series. Druid <laughs> <laughs> <Two laughs> protectors from San Francisco! It's a... Druid protectors! Protectorize! One person puts on sunglasses. <laughs> we didn't We didn't really have Power Rangers money for this one. I'm yeah. sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, but no, if they were really these, like, these druid protectors that took this shit seriously... And the warlock only comes on the, you know, fuck all, whatever right. the eclipse was, yeah. that it's like, they've got star charts, and they know this stuff. Like, yep. you know this date's coming. Yep. And it's like, what's his nuts? Uh, Glover's dad there, the preacher in this movie, he just, like, yep. buried his head on everything. He was just like, I'm just going to ignore this eclipse. And he ignored it even harder than the other guys. Right. Well, <laughs> at least at least with Bruce Glover's character, you were like, okay, he's he's, like, experiencing psychological trauma because of the idea that he's going to like I think that the mother died both of their mothers died in he, childbirth That's, right yep. and he lost his mind when that happened yep. because now the, the the daughter represents the wife that he lost and so he's like I'm not going to lose her too and so he went a little crazy his motivation to me is is pretty rock solid okay like I think I, I'm okay with him going crazy you know, it's especially because you you choose Bruce Glover for a character, and you're like, well, there's gonna be something kind of yeah. kind of askew about this guy. Well, he's in total denial world, though. Like, oh, absolutely, he is in yeah. total denial. And but it's it, but it's like there I was the moment I, when the fucking rune burned into the bird, yeah. and I was like, okay, dude, come on, come on, shut the fuck up. But it's like 
it's one thing to be in denial and like put things off, but like right. this is the literal end of the world. You you just can't ignore that. It's not no, it's not it's gonna true. blow over. <laughs> I agree. Hey, listen, man, talk to Bruce Glover. Yeah. I'm just saying. But yeah. Um But it's okay. You can save the whole world with headlights, so no big deal. No worries. <laughs> yeah, but those are like special headlights. Those oh, are yo, like, yo, those are those custom. Are like fancy KC lights. That those... wasn't factory shit, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are for uh, those are for spotlighting deer. <laughs> to illegally poach them uh, or kill the son of Satan uh, actually those ones were the specific kill the son of Satan, <laughs> Satan package kill. that he got at the dealership get the Satan killer roof rack lights you never <laughs> know when you'll need them Toyota-thon <laughs> yeah. this year a very special Toyota-thon going deadly on. upside down eclipse is coming yep absolutely be prepared was it, was it upside down was that the deal it like came up from the bottom Ooh, okay. that doesn't happen no, that's not how that's not how planets work. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, so let's go. Okay, movie starts. We see a lunar eclipse or a solar eclipse, actually, and uh, and Warlock the Armageddon comes up on the screen. Pretty cool little title sequence. It looks pretty gorgeous. And then we get this text crawl, which I'm like, oh no. Well, dude, it's it's just a panel of words. Dude, this made me want to scream. Because you're just watching the action, and every every 15 so seconds, freezes to put up text stuff. And it's like, but again, it's another one of those things where it's like he got Kai's power tools, you know, in a time when these kind of fun little effects things were around, and he's like, look, it looks like a Renaissance painting. <laughs> no, but, it doesn't. Well, uh, here's the thing. You didn't shoot it to look like a Renaissance painting. Yeah, you didn't you... have a moment where someone was being stabbed with a lance and a woman was screaming in the background or whatever. It, You paused randomly. Yeah. Every shot was like a horse. It's like a guy's neck. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like a rock. And after like, like the those first... Those don't look like paintings. Nobody painted just a fucking rock and a horse. And after the first three pauses, I was just like losing my shit. I was like, stop. Stop! Just go. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. that interesting. You're it's pausing not. on you're pausing on nothing interesting. So it's just like it's almost like your DVD skipping. Like it feel <laughs> or like buffering. You know what I mean? Yes. When you're watching a streaming yeah, yeah, thing yeah. and it's like it stops for a second. Yeah, catch up. That's what it feels like. Totally agree. Yeah, that's what I want to watch. Buffering. Yep, and and that barely takes away from the pain of the fact that these guys all had the worst wigs I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. In an actual film, some real awful fucking, like, right off the rack JCPenney wigs from the old lady section. <laughs> Not so good. Um, but whatever. Okay, so what the blah 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 is that's going on in the text crawl here was uh, some crap about druids assembling runes, doing a sacrifice to ward off the Armageddon. There's, a, And then we cut to the old time historical recreationists. There's a pregnant lady on a on a block. She's possessed of the devil or something. Her eyes are all white. And then the runes start floating over her stomach, and she's unpossessed. So, yay! I guess they saved her? <clears throat> saved her for How'd... the moment. Yes, they, I mean, they, they saved her. It's like if, if they'd been there for this first lady later on... They would have but how did it. she get pregos in the first place with the devil baby if they had all the stones and and the birthstone is what makes why did they put the birthstone on her in the first place yeah um, is that what they were supposed to do like birth Satan but then be like fooled you no birth <laughs> I don't know I feel I, like the birthstone is not 
explained in this movie well. It just no that 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 being the clutch item, yeah, is a little wonky. That part of that part of the mythos is not really explained too well. So yeah, I I agree that is very odd. But either way, she's possessed. She's unpossessed. But then unfortunately, just as she gets unpossessed, a bunch of marauding pagans. marauding (laughs) conquistadors sure guys with weird the only reason we know that they're tied to julian sands is that one of them is wearing a shitty julian sands wig which is very (laughs) funny the guy with the the funny bob i liked him um but whatever it's so the warlock is thwarted at least for the time being but now some of the stones have been stolen they held on to two of them Yep. So, oh, that's right. The Marauders take the Stonies, and those two. This is the thing that's irritating. Okay, so, God, it's we're gonna. This is gonna be weird to cut back and forth constantly, but like, so those two stones are the two stones that those fucking ding dongs have. So those those three druids yep. later on. Yep. They've got those two stones because the druid community held onto those two stones for that time. Okay. So for 700 years, these a-holes have been not looking for the other stones. <laughs> like somehow they've just, they, they've gone they've into the gone, hands of other collectors. They've gone to Fashion Week and they've gone they, to fucking freak shows. Exactly. It's not as though they're like, they were hard to find. One of them was at a circus and a guy was going to sell it for $75. Yeah. It's like, and it's like look let alone, these things. Let alone not hard to find. How did they even still exist? Right. Or how does anybody even know? They seem like something that would just get lost over time. Nobody's taking care of them. They're ugly as shit, and everybody treats them like they're amazing. It's... Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, okay, so... We cut to the present day after all of this nonsense, and we find ourselves at a high school play. We're watching two young actors acting badly on purpose, or maybe not. <laughs> okay, so let me just get this straight. One of the actors <laughs> is a bully. In a way. The idea... He's also head of the drama team. He's, this is, this is a, a weird dude. <laughs> yeah. He's like, clearly, like, he's wearing a letter jacket, so he's like the fucking captain of the football team. <laughs> he's, also he's, a, also, he's also lead in Romeo and Juliet. He also likes mudding in his <laughs> gigantic truck pickup truck with a rack of KC lights ostensibly for like hunting off season like he's a hillbilly jock drama nerd bully it's like it's like he must beat himself up every day like (laughs) it's like the director never went to high school like i don't know how this is what kids do right right they play football and they and they act in movies and they and they drive big trucks every single click is like this guy's in every one of them Uh, but yeah yeah that's what happened surprised you didn't pop in to play chess with him later on right exactly (laughs) oh so this will help me practice for the chess finals this week listen you fucking nerd if you use the queen's gambit one more time i'm gonna punch your fucking teeth in um yeah, you know, flip you off from stage. <laughs> but either way, we clearly have uh, <laughs> an actual drama nerd who's up in the wings running the big spotlights, and the two the two leads are about to kiss, 
and he freaks out and breaks a fucking $10,000 light. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything shorts out, and they're like, silly kid. And it's like, those are running a shit ton of power through them. <laughs> Make sure he's okay and the place doesn't burn down. Like, when sparks like that happen... Sorry, got a, jealous. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's terrifying. Uh, but yes, he's he's jealous of either the we don't know if it's the jock or or the girl at this point could be either. He could be into him. It's the girl. But it turns out it is the girl. <laughs> it would have been much more interesting if it was the other way around. Um, so it's 93, bro. That's true. And the <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that would have that would not have flown in 93. <laughs> but the the girl looks kind of like a low rent Jennifer Connelly. She totally does. And uh and this guy looks like somebody who's been in every 80s movie ever. And I was like, no, I've seen this guy in stuff. Nope, it's not him. Nah. Like, I just assumed he was like He's the lead. He's got a great mullet. Oh the, oh, the jock. Sorry, I was thinking of the the nerd. Oh. the Our main character nerd. Her name Kenny. is... Kenny. He's Kenny. She's Sam. Yep. That's Those are the two characters. Um, Yeah. But yeah, he he has that look of like a like like a young Anthony Michael Hall in Breakfast yeah, Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like that one of those kind of guys, and he is not apparently one of those kind of guys. Uh, should have had a huge career, but I guess in the '90s they didn't need guys like that. Mm. Um, Born in the wrong decade. Yeah, totally. Because great actor. Mm. Whatever. Uh, so uh, okay, so. The director's like, I need to talk to you afterwards. We never get that wonderful conversation where he yeah. gets mad at him. But uh, Jennifer, <clears throat> fake Jennifer Connelly's dad comes pick, to pick her up, and he's a reverend, and he is played by... Bruce Glover. Yes. One of the creepier Glovers. Who, um, who eerily looks so much like Crispin. So have you been <laughs> watching the, the new uh, uh, Del Toro show no i haven't seen any of it so crispin glover is in one of them in one of the funnier ones because he's got a hilarious boston accent and it's really ridiculous oh cool it's it's hilarious like they keep playing this boston accent as though it's creepy and it it's just like it sounds like two guys having a fight at a dunkin donuts (laughs) and i love it I, i think they're all great honestly uh but uh crispin is in it and he looks just like Bruce Glover in this. Yeah. Like he looks as exact, he gets older, he looks more and more like him. Yeah. So much like his dad. Like it's creepy. It's like it's eerie how much they look alike. Yep. So weird. But you know, you always need a Bruce Glover around. I hope that he's had a kid so that there'll be another one. <laughs> we need we need more. We're gonna need them in the future. I don't think Crispin has any kids. God, our strategic reserve of our <laughs> strategic reserve of Christmas <laughs> is completely Glover's empty, depleted. <laughs> Crap, that's terrible. Okay, so uh, whatever. On her way out, she gl- glances meaningfully at the spaz who burned out the lights, and clearly she has a thing for Kenny. Mm-hmm. Uh, that two of them are in a thingamajig. But she's supposed to be with the other guy. Mm-hmm. Kenny walks away from this situation and is immediately blinded by the huge KC lights of a big hick-ass pickup truck driven by that jock from the play. <laughs> he, he's here to tell Kenny to stay away from Samantha. We don't need your devil-worshipping Satan devil boy crap around here. She's a Jesus girl. Ugh, and then he beats him with a comic book, and I was like, hey, that's a little on the nose, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> I feel personally I feel, I feel personally insulted by that. Bet you wish you were a superhero now. Um, what? I also think it's funny that- Please, that was an eight-ball comic. I wish I was Evan Dorkin. You know? <laughs> uh, 
that's not Evan Dork. What um? Why was he a Satanist? Like that's what his dad has the. Uh, because his dad runs an occult shop. Oh, that's why. Okay. Because that was an occult bookshop, the thing that looked like it was written with a Sharpie on that big yeah, piece yeah, yeah. of wood. Oh, okay. The like Ray's occult. Yeah, okay. yeah, the Ray's occult that he runs. So that's why he called him Devil Boy. And I also find it funny, too, because like he doesn't wear anything satanic. He didn't look no. He didn't look like Kid from Trick or Treat or anything. No, no, it's no. Just no. Like, hey, it's like, so yeah. So this jock, redneck, uh, yeah. thespian <laughs> insults the, the very clean-cut-looking <laughs> um, oh, Satanist. Yeah, whatever. This this town is crazy. Mm. Um, but It's about to get crazy. It sure is. It's interesting how these big KC lights are very bright. Did you notice how bright they were? Mm. They're super bright. They would blind the son of Satan. Do you think that those could defeat Satan? I bet they could. Um, it's 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 funny though. It's not it's not until second watch that I actually noticed the lights. So like, or was like, oh, they are foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. Something with this, but like, you would never think that if you hadn't seen the ending first. Like, you're no, just no, like, what? No, this truck's got lights. This is part of the scene. He's lighting that. up the scene. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was one of those things where it's it's one of those little little seeds that you plant in a script, but like it was such a normal thing that it's it didn't draw attention exactly. to itself enough that I feel like it had any impact at the end. It's so, not like the bully was like, "Hey, did you see my light rack? I bet that could kill like son of Satan." <laughs> that's that's the way that, <laughs> that's the way you should write that scene. Uh, but, I'm too on the nose. That's why I don't write movies. <laughs> I, I could not. I could never have twisted. Michael or Bay surprises. would love to make one <laughs> yeah. of your screenplays. Uh, <laughs> he thinks that you're obfuscating too much. Yeah. Um. So got this crazy gun. You know, it, it, it could probably shoot through like ten people at the same time. <laughs> well, there's ten terrorists here, though. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, anyway, okay, so. Uh, uh, Kenny's dad uh, walks back to his weird pioneer bookstore, antique shop, Satan, whatever, and he witnesses a crazy lightning strike on a tree next to him, or or something, something that looks. It's some weird tree that's got like a uh, like a fence around it, like. Yeah, I like don't know. It it might have been a sculpture explain. or something. I don't know, but either way, it gets struck by lightning in a weird in a weird way. And all of the sawdust pours out of the center of it and forms this rune, which is the sign of the coming of the warlock. Which is also what um, Glover was drawing in the car waiting for his daughter to come out of the play, because he was just like... Oh shit, I did not notice that. I'm going to keep drawing this symbol of this thing that I know is going to happen that I'm going to completely ignore that's probably going to, you know, destroy the planet. That's his That's his, self, his subconscious coming up. <laughs> yeah. Telling him about this stuff. Um, okay, so. Um, also, how does an occult bookstore survive in a small ass hick town like super this? Super religious <laughs> yeah. hick town, like that's full of like weird, <laughs> like sixteen hundreds, like fucking. I don't know. Like something goes down, and like the entire city is at the church. The entire town is at the church. Like entire town is at the church. Entire town is willing to kill someone burn them alive for yeah. witchcraft like these guys are straight up pilgrims but like, he can run a a cult bookstore uh, yeah he's okay lots of mail order i guess yeah. <laughs> works uh, for you i mean he doesn't have anything for sale there you notice it's just like it looks like uh it looks like the the place that got turned into the troll's den in troll 
You know what I mean? It's one of those retired guy hobby store things then i guess you know i mean you know when you go in there it's like an antique shop at somebody's house and it's like they don't need this they're just sure but when you walk into that place there's a table yeah that there's a bunch of old guys drinking coffee at and you know worshiping satan or whatever there's there's a bunch of plants hanging from the ceiling and that's about it like there's nothing for sale in that building good because nobody's buying well i mean nobody's gonna buy anything anyway (laughs) i guess it doesn't matter um so uh, we cut to the lady, uh, to a lady getting almost naked. We almost get nudity. Th- this movie, but then we focus on a dog instead. This that's movie much more interesting. dwells in the almost nudity. It's weird. Like they just keep, yeah, they just keep slipping in nip slip slips every yeah, yeah. every now and then, like really really fast. Yep. Like, and like I really thought we were gonna get full frontal warlock here. Like I thought he was gonna. We get almost naked got Julianne Sands noodle. I mean, he it got. Just, so fucking ripped for this movie. Yeah. Like when you see him, because he's like a, he's one of those kind of gothy, like. like you think he got ripped for this? I think it was just, just that's how he, he just is. is always. Mm-hmm. I always think of him as kind of like a, you know, like he's he's in good shape, but he's not big. It's deceptive. But like he had like, like his oh, he's arms ripped. were oh, yeah. fucking ripped. Yeah. Um, weird. I don't know. But yeah, this this movie, this girl like walks by. It's like here's a boob for like half a second. He's then it's like at the fashion covered by covered by my hair. hair. Then it's like at the fashion show. It's just like here's here's half a boob under a shirt for like half a second. It's almost like they were telling him to put nudity and he didn't want and to. He didn't want and it. he was just like there, did it. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> that's probably true. I think and I think I think that is something. I think yeah. absolutely. Uh, I'm sure that he was told by uh, by the the retailers and all of that stuff for for rental markets sells, like that if it doesn't say R for nudity, profanity, violence, blah blah, blah it, like you need to have all the all the check marks. I was for that one of these I was that kid scanning yeah, for that. Of course you were. <laughs> I mean, everybody rated like, R for language and violence. Nah. <laughs> yep. I mean, but that is absolutely, yep. it, it is a selling point. Yeah. And there were definitely going to be people who weren't going to rent this if it didn't have that on there. Yep. So it's, you know, it's, Good it's point. just, yeah. it's just part of the, it's part of the business model, unfortunately. Um, so she's, <laughs> she's trying talking to her dog, she's talking to her dog about whatever's going on. And she puts on her necklace, which is the birthstone. And she says it's a family heirloom. Sure. Okay, she's going to get killed anyway. She's, of course, going to get killed. Uh, but we never get any connection with her and the druids or anything other than it's a family heirloom. Yeah. But, again, nobody seems to be giving a shit about these things, so it could just be a knickknack passed down, and she has no idea how the real power of it, which is, I think, which is the case. True. You'd think or else she probably wouldn't be putting a birthstone around her neck at the at uh, dawn the- of the eclipse. <laughs> That's so true. She's like the dumbest member of her bloodline. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what happened. She was like, man, eh, whatever. Her stomach's all blowing up. She's like, I'm so bad at accessorizing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that's what happened. So she gets super pregnant. Uh, a, this an, scene, man. Oh, my gosh. Brutal. An evil force holds her to the table and her eyes go white. And a big, slimy, supernatural hair clog shoots out of her coochie and then eats her dog. She, that little pile of like. The first of unnecessary animal killings in this. Like. (laughs) This was a, this was a trend in the, in the nineties, I think, where like, uh, people hated those little dogs. Oh yeah. 
Like everybody's kicking those things in the movies back in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, every this was. It's again kind of one of those zeitgeisty things where like these toy animals that were like, you know, the the birth of the the purse dog. Yep. Like those kind of things. And so people were having a reaction to it emerging into the zeitgeist where they're like, I wish someone would kick one of those yappy little dogs. <laughs> and then here's your wish fulfillment. Uh, gotcha. Julian Sands eats one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so his, his blob, yeah, kills the dog when it comes over. It's like coaster. little like gremlins. Like it's, it's very, uh, it's very like the sloughed off gremlin goop. Yeah. It looks like when, it looks great. when Stripe melts. Yep. Only this time it blows up and yes. it inflates and uh and out of the out of the membrane comes naked Julian Assange with his noodle hanging out. <laughs> Not Julian Assange, unfortunately. Oh whoops. Would have been would have been funny. <laughs> Julian Assange. Although I gotta say there is a there is a similarity between Julian Assange and Julian Sands. I mean Julian Sands with his noodle hanging out. Uh yep. I prefer the Sands. Yes, of course. Uh, yeah, when did Julian Assange ever make a Warlock movie? Exactly. Never. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, so he calls her mother a bunch of times, which is super gross. Yeah. And then there's a probably the wackiest scene in the whole movie. She locks herself in the bathroom. She's like, fuck, I hate this guy uh, yeah. that came out of me somehow. And... Uh, and he floats up, and he's looking in. This bathroom has a little window at the top. I can't remember what those things are called. It's a window on top of the door. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so he's like looking in there, and he's like, "Mother, mommy, let me in." Let me in. <laughs> and then she's like, "Fuck you! I hate you!" And he goes, "Where?" <laughs> and her ears explode. <laughs> When he says "wah," that was fucking weird. Yeah, that was. It weird. was awesome. He was that a baby is, for a second. Imagine that, if he was a baby the whole movie. <laughs> I need to find some stones. <laughs> this movie would be intolerable. Because <laughs> uh, he just got born, he was like an infant the whole time. He's completely useless, and he literally can't speak for two years. <laughs> and then he he only then starts talking in little broken sentences. Yeah. And it really takes him until he's like 12 years old. To, what if he's born an actual baby? <laughs> uh, and it's like Baby's Day Out in reverse. Yeah, Baby Warlock sounds like an awesome movie. <laughs> baby Warlock sounds like an awesome movie. Uh, baby Warlock's Big Adventure. <laughs> I would totally watch it. But whatever. We go back to this fucking sea story that nobody cares about. And Kenny and his dad are playing chess. I don't even care about it. Dad's playing poorly because he's distracted by the thoughts of having to murder his son soon. Uh, we learn more about his dead mom and blah, blah, blah. But uh, then we cut back to naked Julian Sands putting his fingers into his mom's brain. And she gets possessed by some sort of demon. Potentially Satan, I guess. Yeah, because... He's saying, you serve at my behest, whatever. So it must be Satan. Um, and he's like, okay, you've got to catch them all. Uh, <laughs> and them all being runes. And uh, so he's going to, he's got five days to do it. So he flays a big piece of his mom's skin off. 
and a map of the United <laughs> States raises Hilarious. up. Hilarious. And then a little blood trail goes across it, pointing towards each of the stones. It's like almost like the Indiana Jones map, only with blood. <laughs> with blood and, like, cancerous growth in the shape of the United States. Ooh, <laughs> cutting political commentary. Yes. Um, so, uh, let's see. Oh. Got to switch pages here. Um, <laughs> doorbell rings, and Zach fucking Galligan shows up. What the hell is he doing here? He's like, I heard that there was something green and bubbling. <laughs> um, it's like a, it's uh, like a magnet this, to this kid. <laughs> is, this a, is this a Gremlins movie? Yeah. Anybody want to reboot Gremlins? <laughs> Come on, anybody, anybody? I really could use it. Waxwork? You want to want to make another one of those? You, you remember me in that? I was in that. <laughs> I was not, pretty cool. <laughs> not much else, though. Uh, not doing great. Anybody? Uh, Anybody see Cupid? Uh, nope. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, but either way, you're like, okay, that's some. That's interesting that he's here. I can't wait to see what he does. Oh, disappears after saying one line. He delivered the clothes. He delivered clothes. He basically shows up in a really nice black suit. And he he's, gets terminated. He gets terminated <laughs> by Julian Sands. He's like, ooh. Black. <laughs> Man, I was kind of hoping for a gore scene here, but we've we've had a lot of gore so far already, so it might have been too much. Yep. Uh but when he when he does in uh uh Norris from the thing. Yeah. Oh the elevator? Holy crap. Yeah. Man, what a scene. Uh <laughs> anyway. Okay, so we cut to the mistletoe cafe. Um, and uh, oh sorry we do that after Warlock walks through traffic almost gets hit blah 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 and he gets a cab driver to take him to New York in a very crocodile Dundee scene uh, Chicago oh sorry uh, they're Chicago. in New York they're yep. in New York travel to Chicago but it was weird how like this whole scene played out very much like a scene from the first Crocodile Dundee where he's like I don't know what traffic is yeah <laughs> I know what a knife is, but I don't know what traffic is. Um, I don't know what traffic is because I'm, <laughs> I'm, ba- I'm a baby warlock. I'm just a baby warlock. Come on, baby warlock. God, get it together. <laughs> baby warlock made a boom boom. Anybody? Uh, okay, so, Jesus. <laughs> Cut to the Mistletoe Cafe. Uh, Kenny's dad goes to meet Ethan and Frank's. Who are the two uh, the two other druids of this crazy bunch of druids? Um, and he he walks up to their table and like drops a bunch of sawdust on it, and it makes the rune. And they let the waitress watch too. Yeah, that was weird. It's just like, aren't they like a secret protector yeah, cult yeah. club? You like, think you saw nothing? Yeah, <laughs> more coffee, please. <laughs> Uh, and it's it's great. So again, Charles Hallahan, who played Norris from The Thing, he's here. He's one of the guys, and also that other guy who's like a cowboy actor who was in everything. Oh, R.G. Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah, it it forms literally. He drops this fucking sawdust on the table, and it forms itself into a rune. And they're like, eh, it might not be that. <laughs> And it's like everybody wants to be in denial. Well, the Earth is ending. Nobody wants to admit nobody it. Nobody wants to admit that but the Earth it's is happening right now. Yeah, <laughs> cutting oh, edge political commentary. Oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's not. 
you know, what I really like about this 65 degree day on uh, November 3rd yeah. in uh, in Maine. Uh, is that a, I don't need to turn on my phone. I don't I have a heat on right now. I haven't turned my heater on yet. Yeah. I've had the windows open in my house. Which is great because November. oil's $20 a gallon. Anyway. But that's okay because it's 95 degrees outside. <laughs> that's great. Good news. Uh, Can't wait to go skiing. <laughs> when hell freezes over. <laughs> All right. Cut to the pond where we finally realize that these two were actually in love. Oh. Kenny and Sam. Sam. That, that tension that we had before, they're actually a couple. And Kenny's Is just she... out there swimming in his blue jeans? Yep. I mean, because he looks hot. I, I know, but you wouldn't be swimming in your boxers? like. Not that guy. Okay. <laughs> He's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Um, and then he just gets dressed and walks on his way afterwards. Like, man, those, those jeans have got to be so uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's afraid of Kindiru in the local pond. The little fish that swim up your urethra oh. and kill you. Yeah, uh, jeans do protect you from those. That, <laughs> it does. <laughs> uh, so we cut back to the Druid Clubhouse. Uh, they talk a lot of shit about Druid stuff and... Uh, they see that the warlock is driving to Chicago and that his driver is dead but still driving somehow. I wasn't really sh- it's 100% like, on how that was working. I think it's just so he could sit in the back seat and chill out and relax and yeah. not and not but to all other people looking on it looks like somebody's driving. Yeah. I mean, but it must have stunk after a while. You'd think so. It just seems it seems unnecessary. It seems like you're drawing unnecessary attention to yourself. He can fly. He can fly. <laughs> What is he doing? I think I'll just sit in the back of a slow-moving taxi with a dead guy for, what, fucking days? How long of a trip is that? 16 hours plus? Seems like, uh, yeah, and so you're following American roads <laughs> and you've instead only got, of going a straight shot? And you've only got six days to do your task, and you're like, I'm just going to chill back here and listen to some radio. I mean, he's got a lot of music to catch up on. Mm. <laughs> he's like, okay, so I got green sleeves. What? happened after that what happened after that one (laughs) holy shit that's i gotta i gotta get going (laughs) it's the early 90s so it's probably he's probably right in the midst of all that gregorian chant stuff so he probably felt right at home (laughs) it was just like a weird backbeat to it and that's he thinks that that's all that's happened um so they decide that they can slow the warlock down with magic and then everybody says you can't slow the warlock down with magic when the guy actually tries to which is frustrating writing, but that's okay. Um, we learned that the Reverend used to be a druid, but got cold feet and joined the church. Boo, <laughs> no fun. Um, and now the hot teen couple are having that boring going away to college, Ugh. staying in your little hometown conversation that is in every movie with hot teens and fuck this and I hate it. It's like a One Tree Hill episode. I did not need yep. it in my Warlock movie. Um, <laughs> I don't care about you going to Berkeley. I don't give or a shit. not going to Berkeley. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Literally, we as the audience are aware that there's an actual Armageddon. Yeah, we've got some bigger things to worry about. Six days from now, and your conversation about going to Berkeley seems pretty fucking superfluous <laughs> to us. So whatever. Um. Uh, so Sam freaks out and runs away because she has a premonition because she's, again, better at everything than Kenny is. Mm. 
she runs off. She's like, fuck, I can see that your dad has a shotgun and that something weird's going on. And so she bugs off. And he, she's like, hey, it's my dad. He's just taking yeah. a walk with a shotgun like he always does, walking up to us. I love she senses something bad's going to happen to him. And she's like, bye. <laughs> 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 not warn you, not try to save you, just be like, peace. Mm, yeah. <laughs> she might also be a little self-serving in some <laughs> some instances. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's, uh, he he's like, Kenny, I love you. And he's like, thanks, Dad, I love you. Boom! Boom! This scene's shot, cool. And then a, a really, he loves this shot, too. He loves the tracking to the ground oh, shot. Oh, the whole... I do love that too. Yeah, I mean it's it's great. It's a very Sam Raimi. It's, I was gonna say it totally reminds me of when when Ash flies yeah, yeah. through the woods. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple of, yeah. It's definitely borrowed from Sam Raimi, but it's a it's and they a, do it a couple times. Yeah, they do it twice in this, and it's great both times. Yeah, looks cool. Um, nah. Yep. <laughs> so they uh, they bring him back to the honeycomb hideout, and they pour sparkly druid stuff on him, and drop sparkly druid leaves into his wounds, and this like. Of all the things, like, honestly, the juggling computer animation, fine, stupid, but whatever. The, like, sparkly unicorn oh, sparkles gosh. in everything. It just looks, it looks like those stupid uh, Instagram filters that people use. Or sure. Whatever, whatever those filters are. It looks like, it looks like an ad for a, for like a toy that's for girls who like fairies. <laughs> yes, and yes, exactly. Like, oh, look, and you can make the sparkle dust yourself. <laughs> like, so- Magical sparkle does heals <laughs> shotgun wounds. Uh, uh, Hasbro is going to pass on this. Um, <laughs> Shoot your friends and make them really, better with sparkle dust. Really, this is really dark. And uh, no, no. Yeah. I think mean, we're going to go with that easy bake oven. <laughs> yeah, talk to Kenner. They'll, they're more. It's more in their their line. Uh, okay, so he gets up. He's fine. He's like, oh, everything's healed up mostly, and he freaks out. Because, you know, he, just got, he just got shot by his dad. But he's like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm adjusting to this new reality. <laughs> uh, and so now we go to the super sexy high-end fashion show in a fancy penthouse in Chicago. <laughs> the warlock is in attendance in the audience. And the reason he's there is because one of the models on the catwalk is wearing this gigantic... <laughs> ugly fucking rock in her ear as an earring it must weigh a half pound in only one ear because usually women on the (laughs) runway just wear one giant earring one giant ugly ass fucking earring why wasn't it a fucking necklace a bracelet would have made more sense a bracelet sure anything they made it into this So absurd. So hideous and so bizarre. <laughs> like, it looked like it hurt her to wear it. It must have been so uncomfortable to wear. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, she had basically gauges by the time that was done. Because I have gauges, and I've bought, like, stone ones before, and when I'm wearing it, it's like, oh, this is annoying, because every time I move, I can feel, like, that weight, the, the, the weight moving because it's so heavy. <laughs> and I can only imagine that'd be the same feeling on hers, only she's just got a normal piercing. Yeah. So that hook is just going to be like, Ugh. yeah. Oh. No, you could tell that the actual actress was uncomfortable with the rig that they had on her. Oh ear. yeah, she was like the way that she was standing. She was kind of like, eh, eh, eh. Eh, don't rip my ear. Yeah, yeah, it kind of had that like, oh fuck. <laughs> uh, so let's see. 
Yeah, just make oh, it a bracelet. Jesus. Yeah, so weird. <laughs> but uh, so Sans barges into the back room, which is full of nude models. Not a single security person there to oh, stop him or slow him down. Trump style. Whatever. <laughs> you know, when you're when you're famous, they just let you do it. Yep. Um, and everybody knows Julian Sands. They're like, oh, oh my, my God, God, it's Julian Sands. I loved you in Boxing Helena. <laughs> um, and... They, <laughs> I think. I think the conceit here is that Julian Sands is so hot yep. that they're just like, and he looks like he looks like he would belong. Honest there. to God, mm-hmm. when you see him in there, it is like his level of attractiveness is like so high that you're just like, yeah, he looks like he yeah, fucking he belongs fits. there. Yep. Like I don't think if I was a security guy and I saw he Julian looks like the, Sands, he looks like a pompous fashion designer. I'd just be like, right yeah, yeah. This this guy is clearly one of these people, mm-hmm. and just gonna let him go. Uh, so, totally works. I couldn't pull that off. <laughs> you know what you need is the Julian Sands haircut. No. Oh. Which I think is interesting because it's the 90s now, so the normal Julian Sands ponytail longish hair that's kind of cut in a at a really angular way has morphed into the Keanu Reeves long hair of the 90s, hmm. which, you know, is cut a little higher, but is still like the, the surfer flip, yep. which I thought was neat. It was like halfway to a squeeb almost <laughs> the old tony hawk haircut for those who didn't skate in the 90s and 80s uh let's see uh, he meets just, he meets a fashion designer back there who yes is the owner Who's of a the famous, earring a famous actress that it, i know from a bunch of shit but and uh she's the owner of the earring but she's not gonna sell it no because it's so cool I mean, I, I we can only assume that the actual magical properties of these things are affecting the people in the in the world because these things are ugly as shit. So yeah. we we're gonna uh, personally, I took it under Tolkien rules where this is like the Ring of Power and kind of people are sensing its presence and it's never going to fall into obscurity. It's never going to be thrown uh, away. Okay. Well, that makes sense. It's going to always be kept by somebody <clears throat> because they can feel the magic that's in it. And so it, it draws them to it. Except for ring uh, circus folk who just would be like, yeah, give me a quarter. Well, I mean, yeah, that guy's been fucking drinking turpentine all day. So I'm <laughs> sure, he, I'm sure he's dulled. His senses are dulled to the magical properties. Um, there's magic all around him in the circus, so much that it distracts him from the magic of... No. Uh, there's no magic in the circus. It's all depressing. It's all a Tom Waits song. Um, okay. But yes, so the the deal that he strikes is he eventually tells her that he's a witch, and she says, I don't believe you. And he says, if I can prove it to you out on the roof... Then would you give me the stone? And she's like, Oh, uh, I'm in love. I assume we're going to go fuck on the roof uh, <laughs> from that sexy voice. <laughs> so she goes up there under the with the assumption that she's going to get it on with, with and Julian she Sands. she just like with no hesitation and in heels stands on the ledge of a roof. That was problematic where it's like this guy is interested in a piece of jewelry that you own yeah. and then... You stand on the edge, edge of, of the... A, yeah. Like, meeting on the roof doesn't seem weird. Like, nope. That get some seems... fresh air. Get out of the crowd. Sure. She, she stands right on the edge no, of a gigantic no. high rise. She's not making good decisions. Uh, but <laughs> he he does the he does the Superman, and he picks her up, and we get some... 
just not very good looking levitation. Like they look very awkward and it's <laughs> like you All, get, anything you, that levitates in this movie looks awkward. Looks fucking people, terrible. rocks, baseballs, motorcycle parts. I mean, when he when he walks down the invisible stairs at the end, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look bad. It's just why <laughs> you, you can you can fly, bro. I mean, you <laughs> just know, what? hover down there. <laughs> you know what? The reason why is because he looks stupid every time he hovers. So that's why they added invisible stairs. Oh, gotcha. You yeah, know that, what? that, that works. Actually, that <laughs> totally tracks for me. Um, but uh, it'd be great if he fell down, like <laughs> lost his stepping in the middle. <laughs> Falls down invisible stairs. Yeah. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> But since he was obviously on green screen stairs, I could have done it. Like it would, I mean, <laughs> it would have looked hilarious. That is the thing about. I wish this movie had more naked gun style humor like but that because it, it's it's got places for it. The thing is that it kind of does. Like the trauma moments that that were given. Yeah. Because because Julian Sands as an actor as a physical presence is so dignified. He and can just totally like, pull that Leslie Nielsen shit off. He's just yeah. so like he's such a such a like. I don't know. Just he's got a great presence. And so when anything goes crazy, like when he starts getting exploded, the two times he explodes mm-hmm. in this movie, it's hilarious. Like yep. when he goes he has two uh total toxic meltdowns yes. and uh they're both hilarious. The first one actually is much more hilarious. When he gets poked by the when pen. When he gets poked by the yep. pen and like just starts exploding yeah. all over the gas station attendant. Uh yeah, we'll get to that. So, you know, he he assumes there's another thing about this where he just kind of has this thing about like I don't understand the rules of his little deals because in this case he's like so I proved it to you so now I get the stone. Okay, excellent. Now I'm throwing you to your death and whatever. But then later it's like I heard you say, here's your stone in one of them. And it's like, I don't think that's true. Does that, <laughs> why does that count? Yeah. Like, I just don't understand the magic going on here. But either way, he kills her. She falls through the skylight in an amazing scene. She's that's got cool. a giant piece of glass sticking out of her neck. And it does like, it's just the the whole set decoration of that whole moment is like there's blood that has splattered. Everybody gets so far. Everybody gets hit like they're at a gore show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 really good. That like that shot is just beautiful. Um that looks like a painting. That scene would have been perfect. <laughs> if you wanted to stop it there and turn that into a painting using your fucking Kai's power tools, go great. For it. Go for it. Um So all right, where are we at now? Uh, fuck, I don't remember. You tell me. Okay, I will. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, oh, right. We go back to the old man druid club. Um, oh, that's they, why I forgot. <laughs> that's why, because these suits are so fucking boring. Uh, the old men druids explain the apocalypse to Kenny, who's dumb as a fucking post. <laughs> <laughs> apocalypse? <laughs> what? Um, now, you mean the end of the world? Um, he gets it eventually, but... Uh, they go out on the, but they're like, okay, good. You got it? Excellent. Let's go to breakfast. They leave to go to breakfast, and this entire hillbilly town full of just crazy religious zealots surrounds them and is like, 
a bunch of birds died. Yeah. We think it's because you're in league with the devil. <clears throat> like, it's like it's literally like the 1600s. Yep. It's crazy. Like, they have the internet. <laughs> like They don't. Well, no, they definitely don't. That town <laughs> does not have the internet. The world. This town in 93? No. This, the world has yeah. the internet at this point. You yeah. Know? Like, this is not... There's no reason for them to be such fucking crazy. I mean, unless this is literally like a, a shaker town, which it might be. It I mean, looks like it. Yeah. It's weird that they would put a fucking occult bookstore in the <laughs> middle of a shaker town. They don't care. They're not selling anything anyway. That's true. So again, it's just a cover. It's like a tax write-off. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it. Uh, okay, so my business it's a, it's failing. I need tax help. <laughs> right. I need I need bailout money. Uh, so yes, uh, I I don't know I don't know what they know about these guys. Maybe it is just the bookstore that makes. That's what them, I'm saying. It seems weird. Like they haven't done anything to. But and like, they don't dress like Satanists or act like. Yeah, you know they, they are, look are, like everybody. Well, I mean, what Satanists dress like normal people? But I mean, well, it's, they're not wearing like pentagrams all right. the time. They're not. They are the only people who are dressed like normal human beings. Like everyone else there is dressed like they're at Puritans. Like a, yeah, yeah, they look like they're at some sort of like recreation, like a historical <laughs> recreation of an. They old... wear those sinful J.C. Penny <laughs> <Right>. slacks. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that might be it. But the the reverend here, who used to be one of their buddies, is the voice of the town. But he's like, listen, everyone, you're just being superstitious. It was probably just pesticide. Yeah. The, f- the thing that really buries the lead is that every one of these dead birds has the rune for the end of the world burned into its stomach. <laughs> Ignore that, people. Uh, that's probably just... That's for pollution. <laughs> that's B for pollution. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's fine. Uh, this was the f- this was the first of the signs of the Armageddon. There are now four signs left to go before he arises, before Satan arises. Uh, one of the codgers finds a scroll that has a spell that can hurt the warlock, so they do it. I really like this whole scene. I like it because it I like it because they don't know, know that they're doing anything. So it's like, holy shit, man! You could have. You could have put this like leaf under a sewing machine and yeah, put yeah. some put some I don't know what he said pine set from the hemlock tree on it yeah, or yeah. whatnot and then just turn that sewing machine on and you done torn him to pieces. Yeah. I mean he would come back together eventually, but you know because mm. he's invincible essentially for the yeah. for these six days. But you could just keep doing it until he couldn't. You know for yeah, six at least days annoy him a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you could take turns until he couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You could have kept him in one yep. place just exploding over and <laughs> over again. Um, but we cut to the warlock who's hanging out at a gas station with his dead driver. We get this hillbilly gas station attendant. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, mister, I don't want to alarm you, but I think your driver's dead. <laughs> um, and, and he steals this, I don't know, his... Uh, he wants to steal this wish.com version of the General Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. He's like, is this a fast car? And he's like, well, well, gee, mister, this thing here, why, it's the fastest car in the in the whole county. And then he's like, wow, that's very interesting. And then he starts 
exploding green goo all Bla- over the black guy. Black blood. He's just disgusting. It's so gross and awesome. I love it. It is straight evil dead shit. And yep. It's oh, a- mister, you're bleeding, and it's black! <laughs> That's... His reactions, I think that, like, he reminds me of Kenneth the Page from 30 Rock. He's, like, really like, oh, mister, I think you've got something wrong with you. <laughs> and it's just, like, he's exploding from big, big pustules in his skin and blood's going everywhere and it's crazy colors. Uh, and eventually he's just a pile of mess on the ground. And the the guy goes, is there anything? I You, you look like you lost a whole lot of blood. And Sands is like, then fill me up. And grabs him and sucks all of his blood out of his body. Out of his eyeball. Out of his eyeball. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's where all the good blood is. Yeah. Eye blood. Uh, and so there it is. So he gets all better. He, he ate the entire gas station attendant or whatever. <laughs> and now he's fine. Uh, Kenny and his dad have a have an extremely weirdly shot scene where he's trying to reject his hero's journey. This is the first of those really dumb, like, guy's face right up in the fucking camera mm. and then somebody way down the lane. And they all they look like it's a it looks like a process shot, but I think it's I think it's done in camera. Yeah. But it's like, you know, do you remember those uh, those like school photos where you'd be like, this is the little kid, and they're thinking of themselves in a Cub Scout uniform. Yeah. Or like, yep. I'm thinking of my pet, or whatever. Or be like, you'd be smiling ahead, then you're like half image. Would be yes, and yes, it's, it's yep. a profile shot from the yeah, exactly. side. Exactly, yep, yep. Yeah, that's what it looks like. All of those shots look like those mm-hmm. school photos. Um, and, and there's so many of them. Like, God, if, the- if they did it twice, fine. Yep. But they did it like six times. You Where know, are when we? you find somebody you like, you just, you do it. He it's true. It. I mean, it, it definitely is is his. You go, Anthony. It's his brand. Yeah. Um, are we at the training montage yet? Uh, <laughs> we're pretty close. Uh, this is where, uh, this is where Reverend Ted basically is like, oh, my, I know my daughter's the chosen one. So he comes out to uh, to Kenny's dad's place to yell at him. You keep your daughter away from your son away from my daughter. Uh, he's like, I'll let the church, I'll let the town burn you out. Yeah, which is a common expression that we all know. You know the old <laughs> "burn you out." I'm gonna get burned out of town. Um, he 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 does know the world's ending in like three days, right? I don't <laughs> know. It's hard to tell. Um, we cut to the warlock driving the fucking wish generally, and uh, he's uh, he, he runs over a bunny and says, "Ah, the Wild West," which the second of the unnecessary animal deaths <laughs> in this movie. Sure, I I was pretty convinced that he was gonna be like, "Ah." What's up now, Doc? Or something oh, that like been so much better. Like I thought he was gonna. St- I, I mean, it's a pop culture term he would never know. Yeah. But what does the Wild West mean? Like, it's the Wild West where I can run over rabbits. There's like there's a million <laughs> things you could say. Yeah. Uh, you know, like anything. Uh, I guess Easter's delayed this year. I don't fucking you know like this. Hair like, today, gone tomorrow. Sure, <laughs> perfect. Just like the world. (laughs) There. You know, there it is. Um, And why? Why the the Wild West? Even just, whoops. (laughs) (laughs) 
that makes more sense. Yeah. That's actually a funnier line yeah. than on the, wild, the west. wild west. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, it's maybe it's that like bunny why, had like a sheriff's outfit on that we didn't see. <laughs> but yeah, why did he have to run over a rabbit? Like, and then like not care about it. It's like, what? Oh, this guy's evil. <laughs> Thanks, movie. <laughs> now I know this guy's a bad guy. Oh, the warlock summoned by the devil, <laughs> who's to already bring killed about several people. The apocalypse is evil. I learned that when he ran over a bunny <laughs> on the road. Yeah, possibly by accident. Um. So weird, <laughs> right? Uh, either way, uh, it's it's so weird that he could drive. It's it's weird seeing him drive the car. Yeah, like especially because it's a muscle car. It's weird to see him drive it again because of his whole vibe. Yep, his whole like sixteen hundreds. Yeah, like looks like the vampire Lestat kind of thing. Like it's weird, but. He does it, and the, and it's quick, so that you don't. It doesn't draw too much attention to itself. <laughs> so now here it is, your favorite scene in oh, mine: geez. the fucking druid Jedi training montage. It's so the music cues are so close to the fucking Star Wars theme. Yep. It's irritating. Da da da. Diddly do. Da da da. Beedly bop boop. Scooby doo doo doo. It's like, <laughs> ooh, ooh, the lawyers were right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could sense the lawyers. They were like, their pens were about to hit the paper to write up a really strong letter. Oh, no, they changed it just enough. My problem with this whole scene is. We've already discussed that when things levitate, they look stupid. Yes. So, I mean, that's just a, that's just a that's given. just a given. But he's, they he's, do even now. Yeah, but he's in just Star Wars. It looked stupid. Yeah, but he's just out there practicing, uh, controlling, hovering a baseball, yep. practicing blowing up a paper bag. You know what I mean? Just like honing his his yep. telepathic abilities. But they try to infuse this humor here, where it's just like, whoops, he broke a truck window with the baseball, and then he's like trying to like blow up the paper bag, and it's like, oops, a truck tire exploded and then it just shows like his dad and Franks and they're just like and it's just like it's not funny it's not like the humor just it's there's nothing funny about it it's confusing because I it's very easy to be not funny and it's like this scene is just it's groany you just watch it very groany and I guess that's a humor joke I mean I guess (laughs) but I think that like the parts where they're where they're like, oh no, it's like, guys, you're trying to train this guy. You want to build up his fucking confidence. Yeah. He's about to fight the fucking devil and save the world. You might want to be like, no, that's good. It's like, <laughs> ah, we'll try again tomorrow, dipshit. I mean, yeah, and they're constantly like, ugh. It's like fucking Xnay yeah. on the fucking Ronin Gray. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, this guy needs to believe that he can fight the devil. Yeah. Like, if you keep doing this, he's just going to run away. Like, yeah. if you keep being like, oh, you suck at this. Like, say you're doing good. Fucking support him. This is... It's your fault that you didn't train him since birth to do this shit. Because mm-hmm. we've already seen that the lady had fucking powers without being killed. So, he could have been honing these powers his whole life. Or at least training in something. Well, we should probably just go kill her anyway. <laughs> you would think that they would kill her anyway. <laughs> you would think that they would have done that by now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
but whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's the end of the fucking. It's literally the end of the world. Yeah. These are these are like the world champions in procrastination. <laughs> I, I, admittedly, the fact that it's a bunch of grumpy old white guys. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of sells it. Where you're like, mm, you know what? More biting edge political satire. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> Somebody else will take care of it. Next man's problem. Yeah, real some real fucking boomers here who are like, I don't know, I got mine. What, a, oh, six more days to live? I probably had eight. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Screw you and your stupid world. Oh, all the penguins are dead? I don't give a fuck. Nah. I don't know any penguins. Um, are they even real? <laughs> I don't even believe in penguins. <laughs> I've never seen one in real they life. Look so, they sound so silly. <laughs> Pretty adorable, though. <laughs> uh, okay. So, we cut now to... So, I want to say how bad this looks. At the same time, I want to say how charming it is. I don't know how to how to get those two diverse ideas in expressed, but this, like, this airbrushed matte painting that they cut to of the circus, mm-hmm. it's it looks terrible. But it looks amazing. I don't know. I don't know how to express that. I think my version might have missed that. It I, literally is the best looking thing in the movie and you, the worst looking thing. Did you have this on disc or did did you watch this on Prime? I watched it on Prime. So did I. And I feel like by did you watch it free with ads or did you rent it? I watched it with ads. Me too. I don't know. I feel I feel like I was missing that. I feel like oh man, my cut had some. Maybe I just missed it myself, but like. I felt this had some really jarring edits to it, and this was one of them. I mean, like, this was pretty jarring, but the the outside of the of the tent. I don't remember ever seeing it oh, outside. Oh wow! Tent. Yeah. So it was like a killer clowns from outer space. Yeah, type no, thing. not at all. My and first scene you was could tell the whole thing was very obviously airbrushed. Like yeah. it looked like it was airbrushed on the side of a van, but for some, but like that kind of shit in a movie like this charms the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Like I love it. And so it's it's hard to explain that it does it looks like it was done by somebody who's not an expert airbrush artist yeah. but is also awesome because of that. So I don't know, whatever. Yeah, no, I it's feel like, I feel fun. like my circus scene started right inside the tent oh, with the, too with bad. the uh, with the little person coming up saying like, "Hey, we had a good cut today." Like yes. that's how my scene started. Oh, and she's got that weird Eastern European accent. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, yes. Okay, so once we get in there, uh, we we have the we have the the little person with the weird Eastern European accent, who is a circus fortune teller, and I I don't know what the deal really is here, but this is that trope that I talked about in another another podcast where it's like the fake fortune teller who actually has real psychic powers, yep. which is kind of one of these things in genre movies, uh, but this scene makes no sense again it's another thing where it feels like it's a a thing out of time he's like here you go buy yourself a giant steak flips a coin to her she bites it yeah what did you are you paying in gold coins is that a thing i don't understand this at all Nope. but it was a thing that they did anyway um it was probably a quarter and she just broke a tooth on it it doesn't make any sense but there it she is. probably has a great dental plan there at that. I'm that sure the show. circus does yeah. a great <laughs> dental plan. Uh, but um, 
Okay, so the warlock shows up because the carnival barker who's there, who had just paid this woman, uh, he has the other stone. Well, he has the stone in his tent that's being held by a real man who's pretending to be a statue? Who owns the stone? I mean, it has to be him. It has to be him, but like, what the hell is up with that? Where he's just like, I come for the stone. Did you did you catch that? Oh, and yeah, And then it yeah, cuts yeah. to this like safari-looking guy who was like a wax model, but he couldn't stand Nothing. still to save his life. So it was like, why? <laughs> so Very weird choice. That thing is insane. The fact that there's a real uh, Iron Maiden in this location is <laughs> duly insane. Uh, but, okay, so... Uh, he tries to sell it, but the fortune teller turns out to be a real psychic, and she says, "Do not sell it to him. He's uh, he's bringing the Armageddon and all sorts of other terrible stuff." And this pisses off the warlock. He's like, "Oh, you are actually a psychic. Bad for you." And picks her up and slams her into this actual working Iron Maiden that I, I they have it. there. Impales I, her and I then closes the, the door. I love the shot of him. Yeah, holding her up in the air with one arm. Yeah showing how incredibly powerful he is because she probably weighs all of 35 pounds but you know still impressive um kills her and then the barker runs away into the hall of mirrors and is chased by the warlock and this is fun this is the beginning of what you were talking about before we started the war the uh the wishmaster the wishmaster stuff yep this movie is like like we were saying before. This is basically a proto fucking Wishmaster. This this movie is Wishmaster meets Grumpy Old Men in the Infinity War. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, I never thought about the uh, the Infinity Gauntlet uh, oh, yeah, version of this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Yep. Jim Starlin presents Grumpier Old Men. Uh. So, yes, uh, the, the warlock starts, this is all very out of, uh, out of character for the warlock, this scene. He's like chasing him around and he's like saying funny thing, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the mirroriest there is? Is it this guy? Probably. I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> and he just says a bunch of weird shit. Uh, and he laughs a lot. Like, he's got a big, like, boisterous, like, Vincent Price laugh, yeah. which is like, he doesn't do that. He's, he's like, very restrained about that kind of shit. But he lets it all loose, because it's the, it's the and carnival. He, and then he just makes, like, a weird gamble with the guy. He's just like, if you can tell, I've got two stones here that look identical. If you can tell me the fake one, you can live. Yeah. But it's... The, the, I it mean, seemed weird, man. It seemed, okay. like, it, seemed, it seemed like it seemed like they wanted him to do something clever here, but they couldn't I mean, think of anything decent. So they're just like, "Oh, which stone's fake?" Well, that's the the problem is that it, it's a the concept is a little obscure. So the the gag here is that one of them is obviously the real one, yep. and one of them is obviously the fake one. He chooses the one that is obviously the real one, but the one that is obviously the real one. Is the fake one in the mirror world. So he has... Oh, that's... Because the... it's opposite day, essentially. And so it's like... That's dumb. And he says it. He's like, well, that's what it would have been if you were, you know, whatever. It's like, but on in the this mirror, side of the mirror. On this side of the uh, mirror. That's stupid. And so he's like, <laughs> ah! But this scene is creepy. Yeah. 
What so, a what an amazing like waste of a set and a like for a one-off little thing. There's this fucking creepy gray trolley thing that's going through the background. It's and, cool and crazy, but low rent. Like that trolley's supposed to have like screaming soul people in it, but it's I so guess. tight. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. It's oh, supposed, is it really? It's a train going by with like locked people in the cage, but they're just like tiny little dolls, and they're like meh. And then do like an ADR I scream. Didn't like, even see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a really low just, rent hell. But like, I just loved the whole look, though. Oh, A for effort. Yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I had seen the people in there, I might have changed my mind. <laughs> how much I liked it, but uh, I did not see that. So it just looked like a really nice, nicely decorated set. Yeah. So he's in like mirror hell eternity. Yeah. <laughs> which is souls on this little narrow gauge railroad pretty horrible it. yeah <laughs> it's a, pretty pretty brutal um so yeah the doors to the hall of mirror close and you know and we get another one of those big head shots again this is sam's huge head in the foreground and kenny's in the background uh and she's having prophetic dreams I'm dreaming about these things in the Armageddon and some stones and some stuff, and it's sad. <laughs> it's probably nothing. <laughs> she, she's like, yeah, all this stuff is real. And she's like, I don't believe you. And then it starts downpouring. They're like, let's go hide in the covered bridge. They get in there, and they're like, oh, we're covered in blood. It's raining blood. Yep. She's like, I still don't believe in these signs. <laughs> Bye. <Doop-a-doop-a-doo>. See you <laughs> later. Uh, okay. Mm. So Kenny keeps demonstrating like absolutely incredible powers here, but he just can't aim them properly. So yep. he's got he's got the ability to do cool shit, and like, but he's his cool shit tele- telepathy just needs glasses. It needs glasses, yeah. And so he's like, his dad's like, why don't you try lighting the grill with your amazing flame powers or whatever? And he's like, he sets a tree on fire, and yep. it's like, oh. His dad's like, ugh, look at that. He has the ability to set a tree on fire. What a piece of crap. Fucking kid. <laughs> it's like, dude, he fucking burst a tree into flames. Yeah. It's pretty fucking impressive. I like, too, that the, the the barbecue grill had all the tools on top on the on the grate, too. He's just like... He didn't expect Just set all the it. tools on fire. <laughs> yeah, he has no confidence. He knew, he knew there was no <laughs> chance in hell. He was going to pull it off. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. No. Uh, uh, that was because the trees talked to them, and I think that that probably that was one of the trees that was like mouthing off to him. No, oh, he was like, "Yeah, hey Kenny, you want to fucking take care of this problem?" It'd I know. Be funny how to if do- the trees killed him near the end. <laughs> this is for Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the so okay, so they have killed trees. They use wood, like they all these things. The trees are talking, and the trees have a sense of humor. They're make like mocking him. Yeah, when he's fucking up. Like, they're making fun of his creepy relationship with that squirrel that probably gave him leprosy or something. Jeez, oh, I forgot about that scene. Quit making out with a squirrel, dude. It's fucking wild He kissed animal. a squirrel on the mouth. He kissed a wild squirrel on the mouth. Like, that is literally a way to get leprosy. I thought dude. Warlock was going to walk into the scene and kill the squirrel just so he knew he was a bad guy, but it didn't happen. <laughs> this is for making out with the chosen one. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yep. So we uh we go to the the end of the service at Reverend Ted's church and George Buck Flower is there for He's, a little cameo. Yeah, he shows up for a couple lines. Yeah, he gets uh, he gets a little thing and then he gets another little scene later on. Yeah, he's got two lines. Um 
Which is more than some movie season. He, yeah. <laughs> and then he shows up there before we find out that the woman who... Uh, I don't know what her relationship is to him. Do you they, know who she is? I don't know who she is. They. Like, it seems like they had a relationship. They, they definitely like a, had some kind of history. Yeah. And I she also was... knows about the Armageddon stuff. She's... For some reason, they're not allowing this woman, who clearly is in on the the end of the world shit, in here. Yeah, probably some sort of boys' club. Or she's crap. a woman, yeah. It's fucking boomers. She's um, the one they let see the rice happen too, right? Oh, maybe that's it. That might be it. Okay, so maybe she is in on it. Oh, I don't man, know. This is fucking Star Wars. She's she's definitely the mom of both Kenny and. Oh Sammy. yeah, absolutely. This is Star <laughs> Wars. And they're they totally had sex, and they're gonna have a fucking three armed baby of the Armageddon. Um, so we find out here that she knows the stuff. She's mad at him for turning his back on the druids, and then she storms off. Um, but then we find out that uh. Norris from the thing has stolen the daggers. We don't know that he's stolen the daggers yet, but we know that he has gone off to pursue the warlock. Yep. And somehow can track the warlock. He has one of he those. He has got a warlock compass. He's got one of them. He's warlock got a warlock com- GPS tracker. Just just like from the from the last thing. Except it needed a drop of the warlock's blood in the last one, but this time it doesn't. Whatever, <laughs> it's fine. Um so, so this is a different warlock too in this one, right? Yeah, this is. I think it's just played by him, but this is a whole different story. Okay, that's what I thought too. Like, because I, I don't think because he knew the word to kill the world last time, like, right? And it's not. It's not about that this time. It's yep. about he's because he was just. It was about him. He wasn't like a servant of Satan. He was like he was the guy that wanted to end okay. all of creation. So, in this one, he's just like Satan's lackey. He's like an endless warlock clone factory. Yeah, I mean, he, like, literally the devil says through that lady, she's like, you serve at my, you know, gotcha. my pleasure or whatever. So, uh, so it turns out that uh, we do find out eventually that there are these two magic daggers, or there's a scabbard and a dagger that were in this little drawer in the in the, <laughs> in fucking, the junk drawer in the junk drawer in the <laughs> fucking warlock cave in the the druid cave and uh they've been stolen and they're like no Ethan's trying to kill the warlock by himself he's not a warrior he's going to die mm. guess what yeah, he does he's going to die uh so he uh we get this just mentioned it earlier but fuck this is like a Hellraiser level. Oh yeah! Amazing horror scene of him like the the compass in his pocket starts shaking because he's in the in the elevator with the warlock. So he realizes it. Some people come in, and the warlock is just stone cold. He's just fucking yep. icy as hell. Doesn't even glance askance. Doesn't fucking care. Uh, and he hears the the dagger being pulled when the people come out of the thing. It's like, whatever, the doors close, we assume that he's going to go to stab the warlock, and then Julian Sands walks out of the elevator, cool as a breeze, and behind him is burned, charred blood 
stuck to the wall, dripping off everything. The the legs, ripped off legs, hanging from strings. His rib cage is hanging from the ceiling. The legs are dangling. He's just. It is horrific. It is a straight up abattoir of (laughs) horror. And uh, not a drop on Julian. And, and Julian's just like, just like yeah, completely, yeah. Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> Makes you wonder what that looked like. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's so much better to not have seen <laughs> oh, it. Oh, definitely. So much better. Like, that best scene in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, for as a character moment for the warlock, oof, yeah. it doesn't get any better than that. That was just genius. Um. So, I mean, this is like, this is the horror movie equivalent of like walking away from a fucking car exploding or whatever in an action movie. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's very, it's perfect. All the blood and gore behind you and you're just walking away all cool. <laughs> yep. Uh, now I need to look at that shit. I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> you could imagine Pinhead doing something like I've seen this. blood and gore before. Like, th- that's <laughs> basically how like a Cenobite would have walked away yep. from that situation. Just sort of like, uh-huh. <laughs> mm. Neat. Uh, so... He he's exiting this elevator. The scene was so cool that we don't really realize that it's connected to the next scene. Yeah. That was actually one of the one of the weird things. But it turns out he's exited the elevator into the penthouse uh, office of this fancy pants guy. Uh, he goes up to he walks past the secretary who tries to stop him. And he tells her to shut up or something. And her mouth closes. And her mouth seals shut. Wishmaster. And totally, yeah, totally wishmasters her. Um, and then he walks in, walks into the office, and he's like, hey, how's it going? I hear you've got a rock. And he's like, yeah, I totally got a rock, but you're not supposed to be here. How'd you get past my secretary? Pulls a gun on him and holds a gun out, and he's like, you've got two seconds to get out of here before I call security. And he's like, I just thought you would have liked to have seen this stone with all of its friends. Yeah. And he lays out Ooh. the remainder of the stones on a on a glass surface. And the guy's like, where the hell did you get those? Yeah, he knows them all. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, man. Yeah, <laughs> these... It's especially irritating that, like, a collector, a random rich art collector, recognizes these stones... Right. And these dumb ding-dongs in their secret society have had 700 years to find them, and they haven't done it. And these valuable stones are just hanging out in circuses and on supermodels' <laughs> earlobes. Dumb. Fashion week. like Dumb. Dumb. Mm. Uh, but uh, he does, uh, he's like, he's really intrigued by this whole thing. He comes out, and this is this gets even more wish mastery here. Oh, yeah. God. Um and also, I, I take some umbrage at this particular kill, too, because I don't think it's I don't think it's right. I think, again, with his fucking like uh, the rules of his game, I think he's violating them here because he's like, I'll trade you the most amazing piece of art you've ever seen yeah. in your entire life. It's going to be the greatest piece in your collection. And it's like, OK. The greatest piece of art in my collection. Cool. It. I hope it doesn't look like a bunch of uh, Play-Doh. I hope it doesn't look like something that somebody did in high school. I hope it doesn't, art class. doesn't look like a high school art class yeah. ashtray <laughs> with human eyes and a tongue. Uh, it's a bong. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 
you're lucky that this is the greatest piece of art I've ever seen. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> but it's like, no, it's not. You did not trade him the greatest piece of art. That looks shitty. <laughs> and he's like, I'll give you the greatest art you've ever seen. It's like, you can't even see it. He is it. Right, exactly. So what we're saying is he turns him into a piece of artwork. He basically... It's fucking stupid. It's, it's pretty stupid. <laughs> we saw it in Scanner Cop 2 in our last episode. Uh, same deal where somebody was uh, scannered into a piece of artwork. This is actually being turned into a piece of artwork, but it was like, it was those 80s colors too. They were the, uh, like, or early 90s colors that you saw in like Colors of Benetton ads and all yep. that shit. Like it was, it was appropriate to the time period, but definitely not the best piece of art he had in his collection. No way. No. Uh, but he does get the stone anyway, whatever. And also, art is subjective. Again, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bothers me. Yep. Uh, okay. So Sam goes to Kenny's dad and asks, who am I? She uses her psychic abilities to lock him in the house. And we see that she's got magic powers. And it's like, and again, she still hasn't been, she hasn't been yeah. killed yet. Kill her anyway. Got, but she's got the magic powers. Um, And so Kenny's out fucking straight up Dago buying out by the pond. This is <laughs> this is so Star Warsy and he's like literally levitating in like lotus pose yep. and like lifting rocks it's and so shit. It's stupid. It's stupid and it's also just like it's trite how Star Wars it is. Yeah. It bothers me. Yep. Um It's like we get it. It's Star we get, Wars. <laughs> we get it. You got Star Wars. What about Star Wars with a warlock? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we want to see the warlock when he's a little kid? <laughs> it's baby warlock. Oh, if only. Uh, so yeah, They're doing that with Jason now. <laughs> okay. Do you like Jason? How about Jason when he's a little kid? Everybody straight up fuck off on that. You know, if it turns out that they have a brilliant plan for this, I will... I'll, I'll fucking eat my words. It is the dumbest pitch I've ever heard in my entire life. Agreed. I, bah. But, oh, it's A24. It's going to be incredible. Ugh, fucking murder them all. <laughs> <sighs> Boo. Boo. This is going to be worse than that fucking remake that, uh, what's his name? The Michael Bay remake from oh, the 90s. Yeah. Or early 2000s or whenever it was. Uh, I actually revisited that a few years ago and it kind of grew on me. I hated it. I saw it in the theater and I hated it. I hate it so much. Still. I watched it again kind of knowing what I was getting into and it's like, oh, I liked it a, a little better this time. I would probably like it better knowing what I was getting into. Yep. It was it was more torture porny than the normal ones. Again, I don't need to see Jason's kitchen or where he sleeps. Yep. You have really fucked up the character entirely if I know what he had for breakfast. He's got a weed farm. It's insane <laughs> to put a character who's supposed to be like an unknowable mystery killer. He's pretty and, good with electricity. And then be like, oh, also, he had cornflakes. <laughs> like, oh, oh, looks like he just used the bathroom <laughs> and like... This is he sleeps in this bed and oh he was reading Catcher in the Rye or whatever like <laughs> God no stop ruining Jason okay that's all uh, let's go back to this movie that was my fault sorry I'm sorry that was you really it's a I'll own it it's a trigger for me 
We've only we've only been doing this for an hour and a half. Um, okay, yeah, I gotta go back to work. Yeah, someday. <laughs> okay, so uh, there's a plague of plague of fucking bugs at Ted's church, and he screams and locks himself in the rectory. Sam shows up, and she's reading Bible verses at him, and she says, "She, I guess that how did I know this? Uh, yeah, how did I know all this stuff? But I guess Kenny probably told her. Kenny's dad told her that she needed to be reborn." And she's like, Dad, would you please kill me? God. <laughs> God. Everybody else is Stop getting... Stop dragging your ass. Everybody else is getting killed by their dad, and you don't want to <laughs> kill me. It's so gross. And um, so she's like, okay, you're not going to do it. Fuck it. I'm going to kill myself. How am I going to do it? Something nice like sleeping pills? Uh, you know, something quick like a gun? No. How about the most painful way a human being can die from a gut wound? Yeah. So she stabs herself, and presumably 15 hours later, she dies of sepsis? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking horrendous. Literally. What the fuck, man? She wakes up on the slab. Uh, old druids give the kids the two remaining <laughs> stones, one of which can disrupt the ritual if exposed to bright light. Oh, so they do say that. Yes. I missed that. And he says, bright light during an eclipse. What a convenient thing. No, I'm, or some I'm dumb shit like post. that. Okay. I, that was one of my problems at the end. I was just like, how do they know light would fuck yeah. shit up? I missed that line completely. But that's so. it. He's like, I mean, where are they going to get a bright light? Yeah. I hope you paid attention earlier. <laughs> um, so I hope somebody just licked leaving the car in the woods overnight <laughs> for no fucking reason. I hope he gets so scared off that he walks away instead of driving away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so uh, cut to uh, cut to a hot lady who I guess we assume is like a lot lizard prostitute type. Oh, totally. What it was uh, getting kicked out of a truck. Uh, I don't know. Maybe she just is constantly horny. I mean, she didn't seem <laughs> to think that there was going to be any money exchanging hands. I mean, you see Julian Sands, and you're like, "Well, oh, fuck it." Oh, she's one of those ask for the money after the fact people. Oh man, what a jerk! <laughs> uh, That's probably why she got kicked out of the truck. Probably. Uh, so the Warlock's map is getting all crusty, and it needs blood to come back to work. <laughs> Holy shit! This scene was great. <laughs> she's like, so she's checking her hair in the mirror. She's so annoying. She's she's being super annoying, and she's like, "Oh, my hair must look terrible. Does it look terrible? I bet it looks terrible." And then she's like, "This mirror is too small. I can't. I can't even see <laughs> How it. How does my hair How does look? my hair look?" And he reaches over and he does a wig snatch with her entire scalp. <laughs> and wig snatches her whole scalp off and says, here, look at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How does it look to you or something like that? And then pushes her out of the car, but he keeps her, keeps her scalp yeah. so he can smear the blood across his map. Which and makes the map come back to life. Yeah. I loved it. It was beautiful. It was, and it was super dumb fun. It was super dumb. So he's almost in San Bernardino, which is where the kids are not fucking training to take him down. Uh, they're trained to fuck. They're trained to fuck. Um, now that the guy who isn't Samantha's boyfriend uh, is <laughs> finds out about them, Andy. Andy, sure. Uh, I think I don't know why I would remember his name. He shows up and he's like, "This dear devil boy, you need to get away from my girl." Yeah. Goo goo goo. And he's like, <laughs> "Now I'm a hillbilly. Before I was a Shakespearean thespian. <laughs> Sometimes I- I'm." The- <laughs> And how did you find them out in the woods? You're just 
nothing, none of this makes sense. This Th- is this, the most convoluted freaking thing in the world is this getting is, this guy's truck there. This is the hand of God at work. Oh, okay. He's lining up all of the pieces to allow this. He wouldn't allow them to be put into this position and tested the way that they are with the lives of every <laughs> human being on the planet in the balance just to prove a point to them or something, whatever. But either way, he's like, hey, you get away from her. You're a devil boy. And she's like, force choke and yeah. she's straight up like a thing that kenny could not do there's no way yeah. in hell kenny sucks kenny is bad at this she just like instantly is like fuck you and like starts choking him and he's like hey she hasn't even had a training montage she hasn't had a training montage and she's <laughs> like you're gonna kill him stop <laughs> and she's like mm, i kind of want to though yeah. And she's like, ah, I'm doing this stuff for God, so I probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> so she lets him go. He runs off, leaves his truck behind. Important point. Luckily, he leaves his truck behind. Because that's what he would do when you're in the middle of the woods. A truck with fancy lights? You gotta leave it behind here. <laughs> uh, Kenny lies to Sam and says, uh, you know, uh... The best way oh to train God. for uh, for fighting um, warlocks is to have sex. I heard that. I heard that warriors make love before going into battle. Uh huh. Then he does this like yawn thing and puts his arm <laughs> over. <laughs> I also hear that uh, the dudes get oral sex without reciprocation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he holds up a thing of popcorn by his crotch. <laughs> yes. uh, here's some popcorn too. <laughs> it's like fucking sleaze ball. There's no way in hell. Ugh. I, this this moment it was so grimy because it's like yeah dude just say you want to have wanna sex yep. come on don't lie your way into it this is gross but either way <laughs> um the warlock finds the lady who yelled at reverend ted and uh and he says he's like you could herald my arrival you oh that's right is he sitting on a park bench yeah of course he is. Uh, it's classy, He's man. He's killing time, you know? It's not like he has a deadline or anything. <laughs> I mean, he. I feel like he's timed this pretty well. This whole thing lines up pretty good. But uh, Kenny, uh, who, as we've seen, absolutely sucks as a hero, says that Sam isn't trained enough to do this. We've seen that all of Kenny's <laughs> training has is all for naught. Yep. And that Sam has dead accuracy with everything she does, but whatever. Uh, Sam is fucking Jean Grey, and he's like a fucking idiot. So, But whatever, doesn't matter. Um, he, he gives her the stone because he's going to go fight the warlock. And all the townsfolk have gathered around the church. We find out that the warlock has crucified that lady upside down. And the townsfolk are again all convinced that the druids are evil witches, and want they want to burn them alive or something. Uh, but Kenny uses the force to spin a baseball. Okay, just devil's advocate here. Uh, so you're trying <laughs> you're to disprove that you're devil that you <laughs> that you're using witchcraft. So here's some sick magic. So here's some witchcraft to prove that we're innocent. And, and I like since he gets the baseball and he moves it all around and he goes, welcome to the majors. <laughs> so stupid. It's so fucking stupid. Stop it, Kenny. Ouch. 
Ouch, Kenny. Come on, man. Um, so the warlock tortures the second to last stone out of the old man out of... Uh, this was a weird cut. Was this a weird cut? It was a weird cut for oh, okay. me. okay. Because I don't know how he got here or what anything... All like, of a sudden it just cut to just, the basement of the bookstore and he's like, give me the stone. And they had yeah, this yeah. dumb argument that kept going, give me the stone. No! no. Give oh me the stone. God. I won't give you the stone. So give me the stone. Funny. I won't give you the stone. Like, Fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I, the wanna, camera just <laughs> I just want to take that and loop it for about Eternity. 45 minutes and put it on YouTube. Do it. 10 hours of uh, Give Me the Stone. <laughs> 10 hours of Give Me the Stone. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, Fuck, I'm going to do it if you don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> give me the stone. No. no I want the stone. The, no, you no, can't okay. have a stone. I want it, but you can't have it. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, so Kenny shows up and he's there to save the day and he does something that barely matters, that barely phases the warlock in the least. He's like, I'm here to take care of business and check this out. And he, like, it, it was like he threw a baseball at him or something. Yeah. Like, th- the equivalent of, and the warlock's like, huh, my turn. Blows the entire building up. <laughs> the roof explodes like an atom bomb has gone off in there. Shoots Kenny out the window. He arranges a big shattered pipe to be right behind him. Impales him on the pipe on the ground. And we see that the level of outclassed that Kenny is yeah. is so outrageous. <laughs> like, they had no shot. No. Zero chance. I mean, the only way he could counteract this is with a really strong headbutt. I mean, exactly. <laughs> okay, that's very stupid. Uh, but, okay, yeah, <laughs> Kenny's still alive enough to set the warlock on fire, but that barely phases him. He just puts uh, himself out? He puts himself out, and then uh, and then the warlock screams at God, Is that the best you can do? <laughs> um, and... And then he sends a car to run Kenny over because just stepping on his windpipe is too much. It's like yeah. he could have crushed his skull. He could have like there's a million things he could have done. He's totally like the Bond villain that just like <laughs> he overcomplicates himself yep. into defeat is really what's happening. Just uh, take him out. Just fucking You're, kill he's him. He's fucking done. You have the ability to make guns out of your fingers, which we find out later. Make you could his... have shot him from across the room. I'm sure he's like a scanner and could make his head explode. Uh, he could do anything. It's, it's... He could pick him up, fly into the sky, and just drop him. Yep. But uh, He's like, nah, I'm going to make this car come alive. Yep, he makes the car come <laughs> alive, and then Kenny... at. The right moment makes the makes a manhole cover pop. Makes up. an abnormally large Huge. manhole cover, uh, and it stops the <laughs> stops the car. And he's like, mm, "That was a good move, but not good enough." Something <laughs> like that. Some fucking Bond villain thing. Uh, but just as the warlock's walk, walking over to crush his head or whatever he's about to do, out come the old men. It turns out Reverend Ted and uh, and his dad are out there with. Old timey shotguns, like dressed up like cowboys, because it's the Wild West. <laughs> they know what they're facing, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they also know. I mean, somehow it blows him backwards when they shoot him. Well, I mean, you can, you can, you can, you can hurt the warlock, and, and he feel he does impact. You know, he's he's not the T one thousand just absorbing bullets. Like it's true. It sends the body flying. It's not gonna do anything, but it's still yeah. gonna slow him down a bit. 
it irks him as yes at, at best. So here's the funny thing. Like so, yeah, they 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 get their shots in. It shoots, yeah. Uh, it shoots the warlock into the window of the building. <clears throat> warlock then proceeds to bust through the roof of the building, flying, which has already been exploded. Which has already by the been way. exploded, but I mean, it's cool. That's fine. It looks cool. Yeah. And then he stands on the edge and starts walking down what we said earlier, invisible the stairs. invisible <laughs> stairs towards the street. Like again. he's Liberace. <laughs> now at this point. Uh, the two guys are like, oh, shit. And they start going to reload their shotgun. It's like, guys, is this going to be a strange loop all day? Are you just going to shoot him back into the building? He's going to walk down his stairs? <laughs> what are you doing with the shotties? They had no plan. No. Because like, because they've only had 700 fucking years to come up with one. They've only had 700 years to come up with a plan for this situation. <laughs> so it's understandable that they were taken by surprise. Um yeah. I understand desperation, I guess, but it's just sure. so silly that they're trying to reload their shotguns when it's like, you've just proven that it's not going to do anything. Yeah. Guys. He he comes down, he walks down his invisible stairs like he's Wonder Woman and is like, hey guys, you took your shots at me. Pulls out his finger guns and then blows holes through both of them with his finger guns and then goes and blows the barrels of his finger guns. Love it. Puts them back in his holster. Love Again, it. something he would not be aware of. Having just woken up after 700 years, the invention of the revolver not really being a thing that he was there for, it's fine. Um, Look, he knows about the Wild Wild West, okay? He he said it. (laughs) He got all of that information by running over a bunny. Yes. Um, Okay. So I'll allow it. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. Now Sam shows up on a motorcycle just in the nick of time. Uh, he's like again. Lucky that motorcycle was running after <laughs> dipshit took it all apart. <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> uh, yes, she holds the the necklace out and is like, "Here's your damn rock" or some dumb shit like that. And so he chases her. She drives off on the motorcycle. Warlock flies off after her. This gives nearly dead dad just enough time to put some magic druid juice. On uh, Kenny's wound, this was super irritating because he doesn't take the fucking pipe out first. And it's like, is it going to heal around the pipe? I had this <laughs> moment of assuming. <laughs> spending the rest of the movie with a pipe sticking out of him. For the rest of yeah. his life. <laughs> it's healed perfectly, but he's got a big fucking pipe sticking out of his stomach. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Dad. Oh, God. I wish you'd thought ahead. Dip. <laughs> it's going to look really embarrassing when I get married to this hot chick. Um... But yes, we assume he saves his son. And the pipe gets away. And the pipe gets away. Yeah. So uh, she's driving away and Warlock cuts her off pretty quickly, yeah. you know, right next well, he to can a, fly because well, he can fly, <laughs> which he probably should have been doing this whole time. Uh, he uh, tries to drop a giant rock on her head. He, there's a giant druid, like, Stonehenge stone out yep. there. He's like, how did you expect that you could stop me? I'm older than these stones. <laughs> and then pushes one of the giant druid stones over, and uh, she blows it up with her abilities. Again, like, fucking Kenny could never have done that. No. <laughs> He's got nothing on her. Um, and so, pretty good. Uh, and then she manages to impale him with a tree branch. No, the tree does that. Does it, though? It does. It that's, helps her? That's their tree buddies. Okay. I, the tree's like, ah, oh, shit. 
that's what I got. I I I took that 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 was her psychic nope, abilities. No, tree buddy. That. I I like I like tree buddy way better. What do you guys out there think? <laughs> okay. Give us a call. We'll take a survey. Yeah, is it tree buddy? Team Matt, tree buddy. <laughs> uh, so we got the uh, he phases out of the tree the tree branch pretty quickly. He's just like dumb effect. Did you think you could kill me? Yeah. You can't kill me. Nothing can kill me. I'm magic. And I wish that was a practical effect. Like, I wish he, like, ripped himself out of there or completely yeah, pulled yeah. back and his head was all... And it went, but and again, it came back. again, we're talking about a time when this computer shit was Yeah, but like, it was just lazy. It was, uh, I mean, it was much more expensive than it would have been any other way mm. at the time. I'm sure that stupid fucking process shot was more expensive than doing it practically. Um, so... Uh, he lashes her to the pickup with a big KC lights on it and takes the necklace. The pickup that's still there that's still, from the night before. And that they stopped exactly at. That, like, the warlock caught up to her exactly there. Yep. So, I mean, pretty pretty impressive. Uh, she's She had said something earlier that... Uh, amounted in his rules to it's okay you can take the necklace from me yeah. so she so he takes it so he's got all of them he's collected them all he lays them out he lays all his pokemon cards out on the fucking table Chin <laughs> and then shit starts spinning we get more of that crap and um it's like things are gonna happen i thought he was gonna win he was like about to win but then kenny shows up and shoots him with a magic thunderbolt power that he's developed apparently and we're like oh shit kenny's magic thunderbolt powers we're gonna get a real battle here oh nope kenny's taken out instantly yep. <laughs> uh as usual the warlock is like fuck you dude and then just like sticks him to a tree and he's bound with vines yeah uh, evil dead style yep so nothing <laughs> nothing going on there um what happens here? The ground starts opening up with, uh, you know, with the spinning portal and the eclipse oh, right, starts right, right. happening, and the uh, the big Stonehenge circle in the middle opens, and we get this really cool, uh, like dragon, yeah, the gate kind dinosaur of dinosaur yeah. thing coming out, yeah. And here's the scene where he's just like, so he knows light needs to stop it, I guess. Yeah, he <laughs> he knows that he knows from what they said before, and he's like. He's like using his psychic abilities to try and turn the car on, and he's too shitty at his thing. He's to... too weak. Well, he's he been stabbed he... and everything. He says he's too he's weak. He's too shitty. But like, I think he turned on <laughs> the windshield wipers or something, and he's like, oh, my fucking dumbass. <laughs> That's why those went on. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought that was just yeah, telling he... us like the truck was still running. Like he just he's oh, too stupid. Oh, the truck still got batteries. It. Yeah, and okay. He's like. Okay, you're better at this than I am. He, he's, so he starts yelling to his girlfriend. He's like, focus on the lights. Turn the lights on. Yep. And then I love a scene where he's just like, welcome to the 20th century, asshole. Then the lights fire on. Like, yep. what if they didn't? She was pretty weak, too. Like, <laughs> he, he was a little, I feel like. very presumptuous. He should have waited for the lights to come on before, before saying that. that. Yeah. And, and also... Uh, they're really assuming an awful lot that fake light and natural yeah. light are the same thing. But there you go. Um, but it works. Headlights it works. stop Satan. Satan. Yep. And so Fuck you, movie. It interrupts the entire <laughs> thing. Uh, and 
But it doesn't kill the warlock. The warlock falls down. He hates it, though. He's mad. But then he comes over and does what kind of we all wanted to do to Kenny this whole time and just bashes his head against the tree. I thought he was going to kill him. Uh, I was actually kind of waiting for him to just bash his head in. Yeah. But he smacks him a bunch of times, and then he's like, no, I know a much more fitting punishment for you. And he pulls out the dagger that he stole. And he Bond villains it up, freaking dancing in front of his face and chest and... Just this is an, him. But more than that, you don't need that. It doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. Its entire purpose is to kill you. A kitchen knife could do the job you're doing right now. Right. <laughs> the only thing that having that on your person could do is kill accidentally you. kill you, you fucking idiot. Oh, shit, that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so he brings it and he's like, they say that this is made from the metal of the Holy Grail. <laughs> and it's like... Why? It's like <laughs> Superman carrying around kryptonite. Right, like, exactly. Why do I have this in my pocket? <laughs> this, is, this is... Yeah. Like, this is a good idea. This is really stupid. <laughs> and he dicks around, and he's getting real, like, sexy with him. He's, like, dragging it over him. And then and, kiss. And then he headbutts him. Uh, <laughs> Kenny headbutts the warlock, which drives him backwards. Dra- he drops the knife, yeah. and then Kenny psychically picks it up. And then they have a battle of wills. And we're right back to Scanner's Cop 2 territory. We're back to Scanner Cop with a really shitty cartoon of a knife in the middle of Yeah, imagine of them. Scanners, but there's just a cartoon knife that keeps going yeah, back and forth. And that's pretty much it. And he's, she, he's like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. And she's like, oh, God, fine. I'll do everything. <laughs> and she can, takes control of the knife, sticks it in the warlock, and... Begin toxic meltdown too with a real like like total street trash meltdown. Yep, and he turns into a pile of goo again, just like Stripe awesome. at the end of Gremlins. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so again, man, headlights and headbutts. Yep, <laughs> those those saved the planet. So he's he's dead. He's just like a kind of a skull with a little bit of worms on it. And uh, the two warriors live to fight another day. Sam goes to get the stones. They and almost picks them walk up. away without him. They almost forget them. Listen, I mean, he's had a bunch of head trauma. So okay, and he's an idiot to begin. And with. he's an idiot to begin with. Um, she remembers them, luckily. She remembers them, and then a hand reaches out from the grave and takes away the birthstone again. Which I don't get it because the birthstone seemed to be the thing that went on the neck. <laughs> That impregnated the girl in the beginning of the movie to actually birth the warlock. Right. What good is that going to do, warlock, if it's underground? Like, I don't know. Maybe he can find a way to get it to somebody else before the next whatever. Who fucking cares? It's dumb. <laughs> um, either way, uh, they walk off into the want, sunset. You think he'd want her to have that because there's a chance of it going on right, somebody's exactly. neck one day? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are you going to do with it, dipshit skeleton arm? Well, I mean. <laughs> it's it's that same old like fucking encase it in concrete and metal yeah. and drop it into the Mariana's trench yeah. maybe how about that um but either way they don't do that and uh so we get this last shot that is even more confusing than maybe everything else in the movie so far we evil dead back to where the stones were or to where the devil was coming out of the hole yep. and it stops roll credits like, it didn't open up. No, There's but it did no... that cool painting thing again. <sighs> did the painting thing. <laughs> yeah, the painting thing is stupid. That weird Evil Dead shot was dumb. I don't understand any of that, but 
I still love this movie. I love it too. It's it's super fun. I've spent this entire time criticizing the shit out of this Same. movie. I'll watch it again and again. <laughs> I will watch this movie many more times. Yep. And it is, I, I mean, I feel like this movie would be about half as good with any other actor playing the the warlock. Yep. Like yeah, I think Sands that, makes it. I think Julian Sands. Th- there really isn't much of a movie without Julian Sands. There's some great effects. There's some other other cool stuff. It's just there's great effects. There's wonk effects. There's yep. some wonky effects. There's you know like the practical stuff all looks good, but then the the hu- other stuff humor is falls flat a lot when it's not Sands based. Yeah, and it even yeah. does fall yeah, flat yeah. sometimes when it is Sands based. Uh, but <laughs> the Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Sure. No. Okay. <laughs> I squished a bunny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what, what the if line. He, what if he urkled? Ooh, oh, did, did I, I do I... that? Hope <laughs> <laughs> squished uh, a bunny. Looks like you took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Yes. Billion <laughs> <laughs> lines better than oh, the wild, wild west, where we run over rabbits accidentally. <laughs> The cowboy way. <laughs> Texas style. <laughs> That's what he should have said. He should have yeah. been like, I done killed that bunny. Texas style. Oh, it's the 90s. He could be like, oh, I should spin around and take that to the roadkill cafe. Ooh, I did that to the extreme. And then he slams a surge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't fly without my Mountain Dew. Get vertical. <laughs> Uh, Warlock 2, get vertical. <laughs> you know, if this if this series had continued with Julian Sands, I guarantee he would have snowboarded in it by the fifth one. <laughs> by number five, he would have been snowboarding, and I, I would think totally it would have been watch great. Warlock ski vacation. <laughs> uh, Warlock ski horror sounds awesome. It really does. You know. That is a genre that I've never seen done right. Ski movies? I've never seen... There's a couple. There's like probably five ski horror movies that I can think of that are like ski vacations. But they never do it... Like, it should be done like fucking Piranha. Like the modern like Piranha super movies. Fun, like yeah. Most Piranha of them are, 3DD or whatever. Most of them are grim. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're usually just like, oh, all the power goes out, and now we're not doing anything. Why Why isn't it like a fucking sex romp with a bunch of jacuzzis, yeah. and then there's like a, you know, a Yeti killing people? Instead, it's just like usually boring, and then the Yeti's in the woods or She's whatever. She's like, oh, Skier broke his leg, and he's in pain. Oh, I hate that stuff, too. <laughs> so boring. But you know what? Warlock 2. Warlock 2 is awesome. That's great. Go check it out. It's a great piece of crap. Watch it. If you like crap like we like crap, you're going to fucking love it. If you like crap like we like crap, you're probably here right now. Yes, that's true. That's just probably just the <laughs> two of us. Uh, it's not like you've listened to all our shows and you're like, oh, they're probably going to do something from A24 this eventually week. Eventually, it's going to get good. <laughs> eventually, they're going to do a eventually good Eventually, they're going to cover like a really good movie. Yeah. Like no. The Lighthouse. <laughs> I did like The Lighthouse. Fuck the light, you. The Lighthouse is a crap movie, too. Like <laughs> I think that's a funny movie in that it is dumb. <laughs> Like, I think that that's probably the funniest movie A24 ever did. But that's a whole other podcast. Anyway. I'm um, not going to do. Let's see. We're at Coast City Comics broadcasting live. In Portland, Um, Maine. Yeah. And in Portland, Maine. Come 
in the store and say hi. Yes, or buy things from us online. If you don't want to say hi. If you are not local enough to do so. If you're one of the 450 (laughs) jillion people in North Carolina who know who we are for some reason, I do not understand the North Carolina connection. Maybe that's a Bobby thing. I don't know what it is, but somehow, like, the number of orders that we get in this store from North Carolina, out of control. Out of control. I, like keep it up guys it's like probably 50 percent of our orders online from like are across the country if it's not from maine 50 mm-hmm. percent of the other orders are from north carolina no clue why that is damn i bet you're not complaining no i'm, I'm into <laughs> it because they're still kind of in our shipping zone too yep so it's not like astronomically expensive to mail there cool um so yeah buy stuff at coastcitycomics.com follow us at Coast City Comics and at the Funbox Monster Podcast and I am Matt Awkward uh, VHS Fiend on the Instagram and check out the Video Vagrants group on Facebook yeah and if you've made it this far if you listen to this two hour long podcast about Warlock 2 a half hour at least longer than the movie Warlock 2 <laughs> what happened if you have made it this far please rate and review us because clearly <laughs> There's something going on. You- Unless your review says, like, these guys just won't shut up. <laughs> and I'm, like, super OCD, so I've got to listen to the oh, end. Oh, that would I'm- make me sad. <laughs> I would feel very bad. They uh- made me late for work. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my job. All because I wanted to hear about Warlock 2. Well, that is... That and is- all I did was crap on it. They say they loved it. That doesn't sound like love. It was my favorite movie. <laughs> uh... Anyway, yes, please Signed do Anthony that. Signed Anthony Hickox. Yes. Oh, I hope he doesn't listen to this because we did kind of shit on some stuff. But we love his movie. But I do, I do love him too. Oh yeah, like, same. It's just in general. It's like all of this stuff. Oh, we've done. Oh, he did Sundown too, right? He did fucking Sundown. Sundown, is, Waxwork, Waxwork oh, Two. Gotta do Waxwork, man. Yes. I fucking love those movies. Oh, I think I like Waxwork Two more than one, but because because of Bruce Campbell probably. The subplot with the weird Marquis de Sade shit is a little wonky. Mm. It gets a little it gets a little iffy in there some places, yep. but uh, still pretty good. Oh man, maybe that's next. Yeah, interesting. All right. Anyway, thank you all for listening. We love you all, uh, and good night. <laughs> <laughs> Faces.